With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where the Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys whose bodies have been toned and sculpted by craft beer, Chris and the Riz. Hey, Idaho Lions fans, welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 523, your Detroit Lions 2024 NFL Combine Prep. And the first comment, straight away, FTP. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my wonderful, good friend, hotel living man, Jeff Rizdon. How you doing, my man? I am hoping that this setup works because uh, we're, we're having some... Uh, technical behind the scenes issues. I apologize for that in advance. <laughs> uh, I'm working with a new laptop and I'm in a hotel that uh, doesn't have lighting or apparently a few other things. So we're going to see how this goes. It'll be fun. It looks, you look good. You look good. I got out of the shower. Like I was screaming to get in here. I had everything set up and I was like, I can shower. So I ran through the shower. I came in here. It was still wet, but I've managed to dry in the time that you were able to iron out your, 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 your laptop. So we're good. New laptop for Riz, all that power in one place. I don't know how Indy's going to be able to handle it, but uh, we'll, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. <laughs> Today's show, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to do warm ups. We're going to do the no cap cap numbers. We got Lions staff and player changes. We got to look at the free agency stuff and what to look for in the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine. We got all that and a whole lot more. Riz, are you ready to go, my friend? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. Woo, we do this here. Um, and just really quick, Nick, I, I have to do it. Uh, congrats on the promotion, Chris. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, it's a big real. one. It's a big one, man. For Thank real. you. Yeah. You worked very hard for this, so uh, congratulations yeah. indeed. That's awesome. It's, it's a dream, man. It's like to be uh, setting up an organization, and it's, it's AI and automation and stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's, this is a place I love to be. Same, same company, but. A lot of fun. So thank you, Nick. Appreciate appreciate that, man. It's it's, it's a good time. It's a good time for it to hit too. There's a lot going on here, but it's not like the heart of the season. Um, I got more information today on the draft, by the way, the draft party. It will be a private party. There will be people invited. There are most likely all going to be folks in the Patreon, but um, it's going to be 
we'll have a group of people. We're going to finalize what the count will be, and then we'll start talking about it uh, in the second, into the second and third weeks of March, what that'll look like. But uh, draft by day, draft party at night. And uh, a whole lot of great stuff. And of course, Draft Party will be broadcasting live and you'll be there for the whole ball of wax. A lot of fun. Okay, let's uh, let's quick. Thanks for the subscribe. Uh, thank you, Brian. Ready? We're ready too. could be ready. I can't read. Uh, but thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that. Uh, folks, please like subscribe and jump in wherever you can. Uh, Lions Kool-Aid. Great comment. I really agree. Jeff, best in the biz. Best in the biz. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. <sighs> All right, let's get let's get in this. Um, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm fooling around here. I apologize. I uh, <laughs> I have not been uh, dialed in. I've uh, so I came down to Indianapolis. I've been here since uh, about two thirty a.m. Saturday. Uh, my daughter played in a volleyball tournament down here, so I'm like, oh, I'll just stay. Um, didn't realize that that would entail me uh, having all sorts of technical issues, but we're good now. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. All right, let's uh, let's get it. Warm ups, really quick. Key dates. Want to hit on those? We we'll, we'll hit these a little quicker now. We hit them in the last week's show, but we want to talk about them because this time um, it's going to be. It, we want to just kind of give it some context for you. So um, here we are. Today, as we record the 25th of February, we get starting the 27th through March 4th, the NFL Combine is kicking off. So this is the chance. This is where everybody gets to see all of the players in equal footing, doing the measurables, doing the measurements. 321 of them. It isn't. It isn't the whole. It isn't everything. But it is an important thing to see, and you can see some of the things they do compared to one of one another, and that 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 differentiation in certain areas is going to help people make some decisions. Um, a lot of people focus on the 40 as if it's the almighty high for all positions, especially offensive linemen. But uh, they talk about the 40 and, and there's a lot of other very, very important drills, but there's also very important things happen as you evaluate these players beyond just, you know, the, you know, the 40 and a lot of it is the comparison between them. So the combine is here. We'll talk about it. We're going to go into the combine deep, but then on March 5th, it's your deadline to hit the franchise tag. And then one week later, seven days later, the negotiating period, the tampering period begins for free agency. And then two days after that, the new Legal league year tampering. hits. Yeah. <laughs> the new league year hits. Trades can be made. Players can sign. It's free agency time, baby. It is. It is where everything. So think about it as your teams right now in your Brad Holmes. You're getting your final looks at these players and these draft, these potential draft picks, and you're projecting your boards out, what your guys look like. You're still evaluating. You're still thinking. You're working on that till the very, very end. But now you have to make decisions about who you're going to pick up in free agency, who you're going to go after, because you have your focus on the guys in the draft that you think you're going to get. There's a little bit of a gamble in that space in there, right? Who do you sign? Do you go after that cornerback? Do you draft him? Do you go after one and draft him? There's a lot of machinations that have to happen a lot of thinking a lot of things have to work out for teams between free agency and the draft right now so there's a lot going into this and a lot running through these guys minds and then there's dopes like us that want to knock on the podium and ask mr holmes a whole bunch of questions jeff i have some of those questions (laughs) i do i know you do i i apologize i'm uh i'm sort of cooked i i've had about about five hours of sleep in the last three days. So we're, we're getting through, man. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about I it. I did have a 40 ounce Smoothie King today. And that made me very happy. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to keep it a, a shady Smoothie King out in uh, Lawrence, Indiana. Um, 
had to drive by like multiple strip joints to get there. I'm like, oh, wow. this is where you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's always where you got to go. All right. So free agency hits, new year begins, all that stuff. Annual league meetings, the 24th of March, the end of the month. Off season programs can begin April 15th. And then the draft, the 25th to the 27th, as I said, we'll have a party in Detroit within 20 minutes of downtown. I'll say that much right now. It is a non-disclosed location, a location that will only be disclosed via top secret messenger to a select few. But uh, we will have a, a heck of a party down there. And uh, we'll we have a secret you. knock. That'd be sweet. We can. We can, we can totally. Um, you know, there are a few roles. Grill master will be an important role there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> We'll have a good time. Uh, so we'll have that. That'll be going on. And then uh, the fifth year option on contracts at the May 2nd hit. So there's the first piece in the warm ups. Oh, we have we have somebody who's going to get one. Well, maybe get one. You want to hit him? You want you want to talk about him now real quick? Yeah, but I need it. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you don't have to give a fifth year option. You can start extending them once that window is open. And uh, that would be Panay Sewell. Yeah. You see an extension for him. This offseason coming. It really Not every team me. waits. Yeah. Uh, some teams some teams like to nip that in the bud and just like, hey, we'll give you the money now because that price tag is only going to get higher as we go on and higher as Panay Sewell continues to ascend into the pantheon of the highest of the highs of the NFL offensive tackle. So they can yeah. they can send him this off this offseason. Yeah. And uh, that wouldn't be terribly surprising. Mm-hmm. No, no. And and, and it, it, to make that commitment, it's it's the kind of thing a, a team like this would do too. For a guy of that character, yes. just to send the signal early and let you know it's 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 that kind of a thing. So that's that's just like the yeah. uh, the, the Detroit Lions, something they would do. Um, then the other thing, I just want to really quick talk about a moment of appreciation. And as we kind of get to this point now, there's folks, and, and I'm going to go back to to my man here. Where is he? I saw him at the beginning. He's always here. Where are you, brother? I saw you. Oh, did you roll off the? He did. He rolled off the chat. Darn it. Um, oh, there it was. Donkey Kong. He's there. Cool. Uh, dudes, Super Bowl or bust. And I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with Super Bowl or bust. But, 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 but. If you think back, it's been over 20 years since we've had a season like this. And even longer because the, the Lions have never won two playoff games in a postseason, they want a playoff game in a championship, but they've never won two playoff games in a postseason. This was a team and a year. Appreciate it, man. You haven't had this in a long, long time. It wasn't the Super Bowl. It wasn't bust. It wasn't a bust. This is all the arrows point in the right direction. And look, it could fall apart next year. It could all fall apart again, and it could be another 30 years. I mean, I'm not saying it will. I'm not wishing for it either, but it could in the moment. Enjoy what you had. Don't be sad because it's over. Be happy that it happened. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Because as Lions fans, you can hold your heads high now with this Detroit Lions team and being a fan of this team. So I want to thank, you know, just thanks to team. Thanks to all the people who rode with us this year. Thanks to the folks riding with us in this offseason as we do and do. This is one where I was just talking to Sam Man today and we're two months behind in our off-season talk, Riz, from the normal situation. You know how weird that I is? I know it. It's very strange. <laughs> Normally, you know, we've had a lot of time, like, we've had time to talk about, like, oh, you know, we, we know, like, we're picking in the top five, so we have, like, a, a defined pool of who we might be drafting. I'm on my third sweetheart by year. now. I'm on my third yeah, sweetheart exactly. by now. 
<laughs> we, we, by this point in 2022, we'd almost moved off N'Kobe Dean as the number two overall pick. <laughs> this point oh my gosh it's crazy oh, hey, hey what's Times. up mike kimber lions talk chat sports and we, we had moved we had we had moved at this point from the kobe dean to malik willis and like he's our number two we gotta get him otherwise yep. the draft is a bust yeah yeah for sure we're not to that point yet thank god yeah no 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 this is this is stuff this is good <laughs> stuff and then you got look um Brandon, and, and I remember this, this is right there in my head, and I watched that Russian Five movie last year. We talked about it. Uh, it was fantastic. But remember the Red Wings? They got to the Stanley Cup, got smoked by the Devils, four to nothing, four games to nothing, and didn't even make the, the Stanley Cup finals the next year. And then the dynasty began, and uh, Lemieux, I mean, that the, the just the turtle job, McCarty, still... Still my hero. Still my hero. I, I mean, behind me, you can't quite see it. There's a boxing glove where he has an, he said it's F Lemieux signed by him. It's, it's, it's awesome, but that's what it was. That's what it took. And and I, I feel like we're good. I feel like we're good. So uh, I think that's good shape. So just appreciate what you got and, and just appreciate all the folks. We want to appreciate all of you folks that rode with us this season and uh, in the off season here, as we head to the, the combine and the draft and stuff, it's uh it's a lot of fun. And we just, we we would be remiss if we didn't thank you all for for joining us for this ride because without you guys it's it doesn't you know it doesn't happen it doesn't end gals it doesn't happen so thank you all for joining us in the ride all right that's the warm ups a little longer because it's shorter on the front end with the countdown we want to give folks a chance to gather uh, let's get into it first big piece of news since we last had a show Riz the NFL salary cap hits two hundred fifty five point four million dollars this year that's an increase of about thirty one million dollars which is honking. I mean, remember, I mean, remember when people said paying Goff 40 million was going to be way too much. (laughs) I mean, his entire contract, that whole 40 million just got eaten up (laughs) with the sour calf increase. Um, And I I don't want to get into that too, that too much, but the lions have 63 million about in cap space right now. Eighth most in the NFL after the disaster that Brad Holmes was handed by uh, our, our, our good man, Bob Quinn or something else. Um, what a year for the increase like that and the Lions to be poised to, to, to make some moves. Yeah, just just for um, for a little bit of a frame of reference, the projected cap was about 10 to 12 million less than what it actually is. Now, most years, the places like over the cap spot track. Um, uh, even the NFLPA's own website generally underestimates a little bit, just so they don't want people to get too excited. They don't want the you know the players to get like, oh, this is you know we're, we're going to get this much. Coming out at the the two fifty five base mark, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, and the NFL, you know, they fluffed their chest about it. You know, this oh, this is all of our revenue, and we're sharing it with the players. You know, this is great. Um, it's it really is. It's it's a big number, um, yeah. and and. Just by for reference, the ten to twelve million extra higher than it was. That that's what you're going to pay Ali McNeil a year. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. That's an extra Ali McNeil coming into the, the fold. That that could very well be why you extend Panay Sewell this offseason instead of waiting for it because you you can front load contracts now. Let's say you want to do a Jared Goff contract extension. By the way, I'm not sure that they do. Um, but we'll see. And, and, and I, we talked about this last time, Chris. I don't think the golf camp is pushing as hard for the contract extension as a lot of people might think they are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they don't want one. It doesn't mean that they wouldn't take one. But they're not like, we're going to hold out unless you give us more money. I, there's, I've heard nothing 
Folks, yeah. you heard it. You heard it here first. Jared Goff has a contract by next week. Oh, that could I be just happening based, because just, just based on what you said just now, Riz, you know that you know how it works. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, maybe. I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think that they're having going to have this acrimonious like holdout thing, like right. pay me or else. I don't think that's happening. Um, yep. And this is a chance when you get this kind of money, you don't maybe have to add an extra void year on because you can take it now. You can absorb more of that yeah. now. Um, that, that's that's something that other teams have done in the past mm-hmm. when there's a big influx of cap room or they have a lot of rollover. Lions don't have much rollover on cap no. from last year to this year. But Unless you're when, the Saints teams get, who get bailed yeah. out by this this year, right? But they yes. don't have a Lee McNeil money, right? They're, they're flat, which is yeah. which is it's better than being buried, right? But they're flat. They're not going anywhere. Everybody else is getting better. That's, that's true. And, and that's the thing is like the cap, everybody does get raised up, but mm-hmm. you know, you can add instead of tacking on that void year in 2029 or 2030 for a penny soul contract, you can pay him more of that bonus. Like, okay, you know what? Let, let's, let's get that deer through the Python now instead of uh, waiting for it to digest through. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something that could happen. Mike Dister's a creative guy. He's a very shrewd guy with the contracts. It wouldn't surprise me if that's something that happens with, with a golf extension, if it comes, or if an A extension or an Amon Ra extension, like maybe we can give him a little bit more guaranteed overall money now, because we can again. That's, we've well, got that's, this much more this year. We can we can like oh, we can budget for the future. And we're not going to be backed up against it. And next year, if we want to get a premium, whoever top of the line wide receiver that comes on the market, or a top of the line offensive tackle that comes on the market, we can go get them if we need to. Not that you need to. But you get those those options to you because you can potentially manipulate the cap that way. Yeah, here's where I, here's where I here's where I th- why I think Goff gets a deal this year, even though he, he they they may not be pushing for it. And why would you push for it when you know the team loves you? When you know you're performing well, you know you're going to get next year the cap's going up again. I mean, you watched it walk from forty to fifty million dollars this year. He could watch it walk from fifty to sixty million next year, right? I mean, what, the longer you can wait, the more you're going to sign for, right? That's generally the the bet you're going to exactly make on right. yourself. Yep, especially at a quarterback position and a guy at his age. But the other side of it is, and this is where I think Goff is. They give him a good deal, fair deal, right? Then next year we have all that extra money to spend again, and we're in a great position for you know it's it's almost it's like it's like Brady it's, he doesn't take the discount he just takes the money earlier and and he's happy right. he's made a ton of money he's he's I think he's got a number where he's going to be fine with it might hurt a little early but it's again like you said it's a good year to hurt a little early and as the next year and the year after go we've got all the money we need and we're, we're pulling the talent in for this team to be that kind of dynasty piece I don't see it as a window I, I honestly with our front office I don't see the Lions opening a window I see them building a a machine and and it's, it's an assembly line that's going to continue to pump out playoff teams year after year after year after year. And some of the key pieces are the Brad Holmes, the Dan Campbell's, the Jared Goff's of that assembly line, right? The Aiden Hutchinson's as key pieces yeah. of that puzzle. Amon Ra, Panay, right? These are key pieces of that assembly line. 
if you want to call it a window, it's a seven, eight, nine year window. As long as you can hold on to these folks and keep them in, in, in place, you'll have the ability to keep running product off that line, man. Now you do have to keep like, you got to hit your draft picks. You got to be able to develop them. Yep. We're pretty confident that both of those things are going to happen in Detroit, but that, that does have to continue that because that's, that's how this is built. We've talked about this a lot, Chris, like you've got the key pieces now to build around them. Now you're picking 29 instead of two next year. You can be picking 32 instead of five, you know, that sort of thing. You've got to make sure that you're still emphasizing player development and getting players who fit what you want as a Detroit lion and that the coaching staff has that developmental bent to them, teaching bent to it. And that the guys that they come in are like guys that will learn, that are willing to buy into that sort of thing. Like maybe I'm not going to be the best pro I am as a rookie or a second year. By the third year, man, with all the coaching that's going on, with all the the, you know, the support system around me, the, you know, the, the veteran leadership that's growing on the team, that that's and then that's how you sell free agents to come in and the ring whore. People that, yeah, that you, you I don't, I don't push think, you over like a CJGJ. I would put into that kind of category, to be honest with you, and, and, yeah, and not probably. you know what I mean. But the the thing that here's where I don't worry about about the ability to, to pick at twenty nine, for example, right? Yeah, you're picking at three. You're getting an impact player, whatever. We picked up St. Brown, one hundred twelfth overall. We <laughs> Brad Holmes was Aleem, proven. What, Aleem was what eighty seven something. Yeah, like that? yeah. We're we're gonna get a ju- <laughs> we're gonna do just fine at twenty nine. I'm not I'm not worried about it at all. Right, old regimes. I would be terrified. Who do you pick? What are you gonna do this way? Nope. They these guys can find the talent and can find the players they need, and they're not worried about. Oh, this is number thirty five level kind of guy. You reach for him. They don't care. He's their guy. That's He's the guy Brian that fits Branch. with you. Yep. That's yep. That's exactly, exactly right. That's exactly. Sam Laporta. Yep. You can exactly. find your guys if you know what you want and you know what you're looking for. Yep. They're not going to just draft Lake and Tomlinson. I think Lake and Tomlinson was 28, 27, something like that. Yep. yep. And that regime took him because, oh my God, we need a starting guard. And this guy's a got a pretty doctor. high floor. We need a yeah. potential doctor from Duke University. Right. I mean, <laughs> and and he, he wanted to be an okay. Yeah. He played for uh, San Francisco but, but forever. He, he did. Um, he wasn't any better in San Francisco than he was in Detroit. He was sort of a, a high floor, low ceiling guy. Yep. Now you can have high floor. High ceiling. Yeah. Let's 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 aspire for more. And let's get higher. Does let's get high. That's how we Can like you it. Take me higher. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking that two different ways, but they're both fun. All right. So yeah, I'm not worried about where we're drafting at. I I feel good about <laughs> about Brad Holmes and yeah, what the, they, uh, the hotel room next to me. Somebody's getting pretty higher. <laughs> you said the beforehand. Sure. Riz is going to be God. floating here in a minute. Uh, oh, so I'm not Summer a cap guy, is up, but. Damn. Well, you, you're going to be <laughs> close the vents, buddy. Close the vents. Uh, eighth most space in the salary cap in 2024. No cap cap here in Detroit. And uh, that's for all my Gen Z, my, my Zoomers out there. Uh, so <laughs> we'd be busting. I learned what that meant this week, Chris. I learned. My daughter told me. Sometimes it's fun to hang out with a 15 year old group of girls. You, teach you, things. Don't, you know what? I am not going to take that quote out of here. I'm not going to use that as a drop, but Probably. God, I want to. <laughs> That's one. <what. laughs> 
anyway, so yeah, caps, caps, juicy. Ba- so a team tired. like the, a team like the Saints gets bailed out, but overall, the Detroit Lions eighth most cap space in the NFL. Uh, the team like we have, and a guy who can absolutely pull people from anywhere in the draft, running that 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 the pick machine. I think we're in good shape. All right, let's move on to the next one. Lions staff and player changes. There's a couple changes that have happened since last we had a show, Mr. Risden. Uh, first and foremost, I want to talk to former player, now former coach. Um, great guy all around. Was a great player. Still a young coach, though. And, I, and you know, the, the, the story is not written, but it's the, at least for the, the near future, it's not going to be written in Detroit. Dre Bly is no longer a uh, secondary coach for the Detroit Lions. And we kind of knew this was coming because um, we talked about it when we were in Mobile. Um, I, I had mentioned to you that, uh, okay, they interviewed on the day where they hired Terrell Williams, and we'll get to him in a minute. But they had interviewed some defensive back coaches, specifically guys who looked like cornerbacks coaches yep. to me. Yep, yep, yep. And we talked about it in, on the recap show. I think it was the last day that we were in Mobile. We're like, Dre Bali might not be long for Detroit here. And it turns out that that is, in fact, the case. And it sucks because he was a great player. He was one of my favorite players of that Lions era. Him and Sean Rogers were my guys. And I loved Dre, but he was an interesting hire at the time because at North Carolina, like, they weren't really sad to lose him. You know, guys didn't develop all that much there. Mm-hmm. And it happened in Detroit. And you know, we were just talking about the the emphasis on player development and getting guys in and growing their games. And that just isn't what Dre did. No. Um, and because of that, he's out of a job right now. And yep. I'm not sure that – I'm not sure that position coaching is probably the best thing for him because just, it just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked in his alma mater in college. It hasn't worked in his alma mater in the NFL. I mean, maybe go down to the high school level, maybe something like that. I don't know. But he's going to have options because he's Dre Bly. <laughs> that name carries cachet and it should. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to cry a lot that he's not on the coaching staff come August. Yeah. No? Well, let's move on to the next one. The the next gentleman who's who's left us. Uh same side of the ball, coach. Uh John Fox. Yes. I, I, I love me some Foxy. I hope it's just uh, I want some time now to relax and enjoy my family and watch football on Sunday on TV. And that's that Um, I I thought there was a lot of potential with John. I wonder also if it may be AG remained. John was like, okay, I'm going to go. If AG was gone, I wonder if John Fox would have actually stepped into that role and done that. I don't know. That's a good question. It's a question. question. I'm not saying he would. It's just, it's just something to ponder because he's, he's a guy. I think he would have answered the call. You know what I mean? It's the kind of guy he is. I do. Um, There's a couple things going on. He is 69 years old. He has had heart surgery um, about 12 years ago. I want to say um, it's the same heart surgery that I had, so I'm I'm very familiar with it. I've actually talked with him about it. Um, the lifespan on the valves, we had heart, repl- heart aortic valve replacement surgery. He's starting to get at his age where he might need that surgery again soon. Man, it's 69. Go early. Go early. God. Yeah, and, and that's actually we timed mine um, because I was younger and I was relatively fit for the surgery. You know, where mine's going to hit, where I'm going to have to get a new one when I'm around 60. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm 51 now. I've got a few years left on it. But 
it, that that surgery was a bitch, man. When I was I was forty, I was forty three when it happened, yeah. and it took a lot out of me. Um, John Fox is a much older man. If he's going to have that again, that's that's not easy. It's not easy on your body. And by the way, he is a guy. If you hadn't seen John Fox in a long time, he lost a tremendous amount of yep. weight. Yep. And yep. I don't know if that was like. I don't want to say he looked unhealthy, but he certainly didn't look like the John Fox that you remembered from his days in Chicago or Carolina. So maybe there's things going on there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he Wish just. Wish the best. Wish the best. Yeah. Sure. And this is a guy, he was paid for two full seasons to not coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going to be hurting for money. Maybe mm-hmm. he wants to enjoy his grandkids, things like that. that, that there's a whole variety of things. Everybody immediately went to the nefarious, nefarious card. Like, Oh, he got forced out. John, you know, no, maybe we don't know (laughs) until something comes out concrete on that. Don't assume the worst on it. There's a whole reason, whole host of reasons why he might not be here anymore. I don't know. Chris doesn't know. We're not going to pretend that we do know, but there's a lot of potential for why he's here or why he's no longer here. Some of them a little gray. Some of them are a little more, you know, like maybe he just wants to live his life not with the stress of being an NFL coach anymore. Well, Mike Hodges in the nice. chat, in the chat, he brought it up. It can be brutal, but the staff's willingness to move on from good people who aren't good coaches is flat out encouraging to me. It was Caldwell's bigness, biggest weakness as a head coach. Yeah. Oh, 100%, 100%. And, and, and I'll, I'll take that a step further because again, we don't want to say, make this like a nefarious thing about John Fox, but this team's ability to, have coaches depart whether they let them go or they go on their own and to rebound and put people in place that help this team continue to be successful that's the strength caldwell held on because he was always afraid what what, what if you lose this guy uh, it could be worse it's all that was his fear he what happens this, if we lose joe lombardi as our right? offensive coordinator exactly it can only get worse right he's afraid i work well with him i could like how am i gonna get something that work i work that well with so i think it, it was just it was more a fear of a change thing for him but um it's good this team is resilient enough to be able to make these changes and continue continue running so that's good to know yeah. that's good to know that's good right. and, but just for the people who are like oh my god we lost john fox like i'll ask this to somebody who was in the building i'm not totally sure what john fox did for the defense i know he was a senior assistant i know he had some play in the strategizing of the designing of the blitzes and i know he worked specifically with some players in, in the secondary but they like game game days okay yeah, yeah. what do you do point yeah. to something what he did that they're going to miss or or that they they might want more of yeah yeah it's, it's hard you can you can ask and i will ask guys like justin and dave this week like what exactly did John Fox do? And I'm not sure they're going to be able to give great answers on that. To be honest with you, I'm not sure they want to. I'm not sure they want to. Yeah. To be honest with you, because I don't think we'll they see. necessarily want to give away some of the the, the inside talk. Yeah. So. Now we do talk. We do talk on Tuesday to Brad and Dan, and I I would expect it will come up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get on. Uh, we'll get to the player side. Uh, player that's been. Um, 
I'm going to use this word, but it's probably not the best word. Uh, mercifully let go. Uh, Tracy Walker, he's been released. And I say that yes. because it gives him the opportunity to to find the place that he wants to go. Um, people can start thinking about it, kicking the tires and, and, and do their thing. Tracy's been a great piece of the puzzle here in the years he's been here. And, and I'll say just as a person yes. watching him you know, at training camp, it's camp is over or, or, or practice is over. He's on the field with the fans. But you know who else is with him? his wife and his baby and together he's, he's like, he has them with him. He doesn't, he doesn't like neglect to go spend time with him or him, but he brings them with him while he goes out and inter- interacts with the fans every day after practice. Tracy Walker is a class act, man, he's class act. Dude. That kind of guy is a loss. And that kind of personality in the locker room is a loss to have go, but they did right by him to let him go and find his next place. The, the numbers didn't work. The, the the body count didn't work the way it was set up in the in the locker room. So uh, best of luck, Tracy, where you're going. It's kind of, it's a loss, but um, he gets his chance to move on. It was a planned loss, though. Um, he was he was too expensive. They're saving, I think it's five point five million in cap room. Yep. Um, yep. Adding some dead cap, which, by the way, one of the reasons why our cap figure is so good is because we're not paying unintentional dead cap. We hit like Tracy is going to add to it, but. Like you're not paying Trey Flowers $13 million not to be on the team this year. They're very, very good about avoiding that. Now they do at the other end, they do void years at the other end. Mm -hmm. We just got a massive influx of dead capped, but it's intentional. Like they did that on purpose. And I know on the accounting ledger, it's the same, but it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not. Yep. 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 And then you, you save some money. You pick up some money. You get the money badger back on <laughs> back on one year deal. Um, look, you've, you've shorted up. You have nothing to worry about now. You can just get better. You can only get better. Right. He will have competition. I don't. In fact, I, I put it out on Twitter if uh, or X, whatever they want to call themselves. If the Lions draft a kicker, I will buy 10 people at random a 40 ounce smoothie king of their choice. Can I be the 11th? Like a, a guaranteed yeah. smoothie? All right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. It is, I will say, it is a pretty good kicker class. I dove into it a little bit last <laughs> week. Like, there's some good kickers in this draft. Um, don't draft kickers, though. And I don't think the Lions are going to be. I, I'd, I'd be shocked if they drafted a kicker. Um, Badgley, he can, he can be back and he can, he can try out. And as I have repeatedly said, and other people are finally catching on to it, it wasn't a lack of confidence on Michael Badgley that led Dan Campbell to not kick. He just doesn't want to kick, folks. That's that's what he is. That's it's it's the cost of doing business with Dan Campbell as your coach. Not everything is going to be perfectly the way you want it to be. It's the same way with Calvin Johnson. When you had Calvin Johnson, he was phenomenal. He also led the league in drops just about every year. It's the mm-hmm. cost of doing business. Yep. That's that's one of the things that you're just gonna have to get used to as a Lions fan. We are so blessed that we had Eddie Murray in the Jason Hansen in the Matt Prater with yeah. that one little hiccup of Nate Freeze. Yeah. yeah. We have to reevaluate the fact that the kicker is not an important part of this team anymore. Yeah. And it's hard for a lot of Lions fans to let that go. And I get it. Like we were blessed, man. It was cool. Yeah. We always had a great kicker. Yep. Even when the rest of the team sucked. Well, now the team's great. Maybe we don't need the great kicker. Maybe maybe, maybe Ashley is the kicker. I don't know. We'll see. Well, it's, James it's, it's Willis a change in thought in the that chat. a lot of Lions fans are having a lot of trouble with. <laughs> James Willis in the chat comes up with, I don't know how I got the name Money Badger, but his kicks are anything but. 
He did not miss a field goal in the Lions uniform this year. There you go. There you go. Woo. All right. Uh, oh, Detroit fan man. Points. Dibs on one of the come on one of the smoothies. Come on, Reichert in the seventh. <laughs> Here's a good one. That would be worth the smoothies. I I, I would it I would be. forego my eleventh freebie, and I would help you buy if we got him in the seventh. That I would okay. I would be pants off for that. I, I really would. That's that's another long term solve. You know what I mean? Done. Thank you. They can, All right. they can sign one after the draft, but I don't think I really don't think they're drafting one. Sorry. Okay. All right. Now now you buy your you got to buy your smoothies, and I want that eleven. All right. We'll get to the next one. <laughs> Should have hedged a little. Uh, key Detroit Lions unrestricted free agents. Uh, we'll get to this really quick. Yeah. I want to talk about it from a different perspective. I'm not going over all 20. I don't want to go over all 20. I want to. There's Good. two of them that were starters and then 10 others that started last year. And I think well, that's how I kind of like to look at it. The two that are starters are Graham Glasgow and Jonah Jackson. I just I feel like we hold on to Graham and, and Jonah. Not so much. I, and I, I think that's more. um Jonah wants Jonah wants money that he thought he was going to be able to earn this year. I think he believes he's still worth it, could still earn it, but just had a down year. And I don't know that the Lions are in on that. And that's why I think he's going to walk. But I think Graham is an integral piece, even as a backup of this offensive line going forward. But right. he very well could be a starter. I mean, he did a great job this year. Had a couple of a couple of hiccups along the way. But overall, um, plus plus for Graham Glasgow. Yeah, yeah and I do expect him back. And, and again, some of it is the fact that he can also be your backup center. And they, they did, in fact, take advantage of that last year um, when, when Frank was out. With the way that Frank toyed with retirement this year, I, I love the idea of having a guy who has played center and guard and yeah. can come in. Um, I, I, I do think that Graham is back. I don't think it's going to break the bank. He's not a guy who's out buying Ferraris. He can't, he can't fit in Ferrari. So <laughs> something different. After uh, after his playing days, it's a little bit of a little, little bit maybe, of slimming yeah. down. He'll be okay. You know what? I bet he is going to be one of those guys that shrinks. Yeah, like gets down to like two forty, two fifty after his playing days. Yep. Um, there's a lot of ex linemen that have done that, and it's, I'm it's sorry. cool to see them. It's weird to see them. Two forty, two fifty, still a little too hard to get no Ferrari. Just you know. <laughs> yes, I do know that, Chris. <laughs> I might be of that size. <laughs> All right, so then there's a couple, uh, 10 others. Can't get my wife's Mazda. That started in 23. <laughs> you got uh, CJGJ, Josh Rendell, Reynolds, Kendall Vildor, Tyson Alau, <laughs> Charles Harris, Halapulavati Vitae. I can do that one. Will Harris, Matt Nelson, Dan Skipper, and DPJ Donovan Peoples Jones. Of those guys, Riz. Who do you think we hold tight? Who do you think we hold on to? I think DPJ comes back inexpensively and competes as your fourth or fifth wide receiver and your kick returner, punt returner. Uh, depending on what's going on with Kelly Raymond, we don't know what's up with Kelly's injury. So that kick roll might be open. If, if he tore ligaments in that knee, probably can't count on, on Leaf coming back. Um, he's under contract, so obviously he'll be back. That's that's a dicey one. So we don't know exactly on that. I do think, I think they're going to uh, try to get Josh Reynolds back. And remember the last time that Josh Reynolds hit free agency, he signed with the Tennessee Titans, and it failed miserably. Yep. Six, was it, six weeks later, he's in Detroit, and Jared Goff's right-hand man. And by the way, Jared Goff started playing a lot better once he got Josh Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That might be one of those where he's like, you know what? 
I can probably get an extra $2 million a year from the Colts if I really want it, but I might not really want that. <laughs> it might be worth it for him. Now, the other thing is, if Josh Reynolds catches that pass, the Lions are in the Super Bowl. I don't know if he might want to escape. I, I, I'm saying this. I don't know. Oh, man. If he might want to be away from that situation because maybe he wants a shot at redemption. You know, some guys are like that. Some guys are just like, you know what? I'm not going to be Jackie Smith um, from the Cowboys. Google him, kids. And he might he might want the change from that. Again, I don't know that. I, I haven't heard anything either way on that. But that's something okay. that you have to consider, that he might just want a fresh start somewhere else. Because, again, if he catches that pass, the Lions are in the Super Bowl, and we're not worried about Michael Badgley being the kicker or not because we don't need him. Mm-hmm. Because we scored a damn touchdown and we've run the clock out and we have won the game. That's that's a tough spot. Um, we'll, we'll learn a lot about Josh Reynolds and how he wants to handle that too. Um, the new death taxes and Will Harris in a Lions uniform. What do you think? You think he sticks around? <laughs> I can't conceive of another team giving him more than the Lions would. And this is this goes back to when. In the twenty going to the twenty twenty two draft, where I was like, they like their linebackers, like for whatever they like. Will Harris, yeah, I don't get it. He, I mean, well, I do get it. He's a backup he's a, he's a guy three, to like. He's a yeah, and he's a backup in three positions. Yeah, and he does do fairly well on special teams. Now, if another team wants to pay him to be one spot higher on the depth chart at corner or safety, I can see him leaving. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, um, Vildor. I do think Vildor will also get a chance to be back as a guy that can be your fourth or fifth cornerback. Get a chance and to has compete. played. Yeah, get a chance to compete for that role with the other new people. Yep. And, and if I, there's I, I, one I would, position that you need depth on on an NFL team, it is cornerback. It is the position that is absolutely every year. It just seems we get stung there, man. I mean, we need two, yeah. three layers of depth, quality depth to, to be able yeah. to feel the team. You do um, because Jerry is coming. He, Jerry will be back. He's restricted free agent. He's coming off of an injury. We expect Jerry Jacobs back. Cam Sutton will be back. It costs way too much to get rid of him. I know everybody's like, dump his sorry ass. No, let him, let him try to redeem himself. Yep. Let's that, that might be the type of guy he is. And by the way, playing as the number two slash three outside corner is a very big difference than play than paying playing playing as the number one outside corner. By the and way, pay. the guy who was signed to and be pay. one of those outside corners last year, Emmanuel Mosley, all the teams are saying that he's coming back. Yeah. I don't know that, but it sure seems like a lot of people who would know seem to be expecting Emmanuel Mosley to come back. Now, this is a guy who has played two plays in two years and tore two C two ACLs. So yep. Well, we can't rely on that, but get him back in to compete. Keep on that theme. Yep, there you go. All right, unrestricted free agents. I think that gets us set up now. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Charles Harris is back. I don't think Dan Skipper. You can sign him in August. He'll be happy. Yeah, Charles Harris is a good guy. I know that much. But Skips yes, is back. I love Skips. Skips. Uh, I got yeah, it. We got to get Skipper on the show, man. We got to get him on the show. I yes. I love. Dan Skipper. The one thing, the one thing about Dan Skipper is he's like, where's Waldo? He's in every picture except yes. Waldo is camouflaged. You can't miss Dan. You can't miss Dan, <laughs> you can't miss Dan at all. 
I love that man. Oh, I love his personality. I love it. It's just, he is, he, he's kind of, I, I see myself in him the just the channeled, like in the moment, just the channeled focused rage to the, the point and then out of it. Right. And then in the, in the moment, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I, I can, I can nothing but love for skip, but he's not a guy that you need to sign now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a guy that you can wait till after OTAs. And he might like that. He might. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to go to practice. This is great. I can be with my kids. It's awesome. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's get into it now. The next piece and what's coming up. The the most closest thing. I don't know if that's even English. The next thing heading, and it's where is is at right now in Indian no place. The twenty twenty four NFL Scouting Combine. Lucas Oil Stadium's right there. It's right, it's right, right across the street. I can yeah. smell it through my earphones. Uh, <laughs> um, and that means the red garter is that direction. <laughs> um, yeah, and the slippery noodles up that way, too. <laughs> Here, I, got, I got the mobile camera. Let me show the window there. That's Lucas Oil Field through that window. It's I'm just not going to walk it over there. It's just break. You'll break something. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about quick. Look, what to look for. Let's take the big broad view at the combine. The next couple days. Look, every, they're there. People are there, but it's meetings. Yes. It's, 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 there's stuff going on, but what, it really starts kicking off and gets juicy on Thursday. I can tell you that agents are in town because I'm going to a Pacers game. with them. There you go. Uh, Thursday is when it kicks off 3 p.m. This is when you were going to tune your TV. All right. Tune your TV. That's when the player God, what workout is it, 1979? Well, I just said tune your TV. <laughs> You're going to pop your app and open up <laughs> the feed. Jeez, I need a drink. All right, defensive linemen and linebackers, 3 p.m. on Damn. Thursday. I, I went from no cap and bussing to tune your TV. Just think about how freaking wide my brain is how flat i don't know flat and wide all right uh defensive linemen and linebackers 3 p.m thursday make sure you stream that <laughs> i don't even know what to say now i'm like i still tune call them albums in. too i don't know however yeah, tune in. you do yeah tune in and turn on and drop out at 3 p.m thursday for the defensive linemen and linebacker see i turned it back into an old reference uh on friday you got the defensive backs and tight ends at 3 p.m that's my that's tight ends is my wife's. That's she will be glued Friday at 3 p.m. Of course she's in the tight ends. <laughs> uh, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. on Saturday. And then offensive linemen, 1 p.m. on Sunday. That's the breakdown of when to see the positions that you want. There you go. Oh. Work out. <laughs> my car phone yeah. is still working. No cap, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's crazy. what I did. That was me. He gets the show. <laughs> Love it. So as we just went through the workouts, the, the guys do their podium interviews the day before they work out. So on Wednesday, I will be listening to uh, defensive linemen talk. I, I will actually be transcribing two of their podium interviews. We get Brad and Dan on Tuesday. We will have full summaries for that. Um, the signups for, so one of the one of the things that's behind the scenes, I'll put you all in on this. As a PFWA member, we have to transcribe the, the podium interviews and we sign up for them. And as soon as the signups came out, like within 10 minutes, I'm on there and I'm going to sign up to transcribe Brad or Dan. Justin Rogers is on one, Dave Burkett's on the other already, like as soon as it came out. So good for you guys. But uh, we 
we will get to talk to them on Tuesday, and we will have all sorts of things. So that'll be fun. Then the players start coming out. And podium time last year, by the way, is when I found Antoine Green. Because he was standing by himself. I'm one of those kind-hearted souls. I'm empathetic. I saw nobody was talking to him, so I went and I talked to Antoine Green. Well, like, and you're a little introverted, oh. Riz. Nobody would believe it, but you're a little you you went th- that you went there because no one else is around. You could have a nice, quiet conversation. <laughs> that, that's that's very true. But in, in talking to Antoine Green last year, I'm like, oh, sh- this guy, this guy's coming to Detroit. Like you could like you could tell, and he had he'd mentioned he had just met with them that night or the night before. Um, and I'm like, oh, Antoine Green might might want to study some film on that. So we find little. Yeah. We find out more to the point. We find guys that aren't. And I will go back That's... last year when the defensive back interviews were, and I stood in front of Christian Gonzalez for 15 minutes. I transcribed his combine interview and I'm like, they're not going to like this guy. They're just not. No, it's nothing against Christian Gonzalez. He's a, he's a very good player. Was a very good rookie. He's just not cut from their cloth. And it was pretty obvious. And I remember talking to um, uh, Nolan from the Detroit News, Nolan Bianchi. We had a conversation after because he was standing with me for most of it. And we looked at each other at the end. We're like, they're not going to be into him, are they? Like, it was pretty clear for what, again, there are going to be very, there are going to be phenomenal players that are here that would seem to fit what the Lions need. And they're not going to have any want anything to do with them because they just don't fit culturally. And it's not That's, it's not Jalen Carter, you know, getting in the car accident. It's not it's not anything like that. It's just with Christian, it's, like Christian is also a great dude. He just his mindset, his priorities, his the way he carried himself. He just wasn't wasn't a lion. This is exactly and, how this is how I wanted to set up this this part of it too yeah. after after the the schedule is it's exactly it yeah. this for for fans right. It, it, right. this whole thing <laughs> is what to look for in the combine number one you're looking for the differences in players right it's not just yep. a straight forty speed don't worry about the straight forty speed don't worry about just just the three cone right watch for those differences and differences within the drills for the players okay that's where you're gonna find you know. Okay, this guy was really good. Good football film, right? But what does it mean in these in these drills? It's always the football film first for the players. So when you see these 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 great scores or you see them do something a little different, then go watch to see how it translates in the field. That's how to go watch your film. I mean, you can do your your your, your uh, research early, and then and then oh wow, he has forty time. That's it. That puts him up there. No, that's backwards. I mean, watching the film early is fine. Is fine. But take a look at the, four, the the combine information and then use that to help inform your film that you watch later. Because the football, what they do on the field, how they act between the lines means more to this administration than how they score on a three cone or a shuttle or a, or a, or a, or a 40. So, so just do that first. Then also, when you see these, these, these interviews, and that's why it's so important to me and you too, Riz, I know, when we do the Senior Bowl, to get that time with those guys and to see... Even though we didn't interview every player there, we watched them in interviews. We watched them on the field. We watched them interacting with coaches. We watched them interacting with others. And 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 then um, Jackson Powers Johnson and, and Luke McCaffrey, uh, Christian's brother. He's, he hears that all the time. I know that's got to bug the shit out of him. But how they would just come back to us later and start talking like, hey, yeah, my mom's. Like, yeah. They, you, you learn about their character and you say, you can just look at it and say, 
potential Detroit Lion. And you can Jackson see Powers it. Johnson is he, oh, he checks every freaking box. Yeah. Oh, but twice. The only one that, that he won't be able to check, unfortunately, is availability. 29. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be gone before the Lions pick. But that's the other piece. And that is just yeah. as important to these to this front office. And look, they will take a guy of slightly lesser athletic ability for a guy with character and desirability of the game, the love of the game and the football. Like yes. again, a, you, you look at Amon Ra, he's just such a, a, an easy one to kind of pick at. And that's why we kind of go to it, but he's a guy. He keeps that list. He keeps that list of everyone drafted before him. And he goes over it in his head every game, right? He does 202 of the, with the jugs machine. I know we hear it a million times. It's, it's getting to be about Clayton Kershaw time with that story too, but <laughs> it's, 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 what he does it's how he's built it's who he is and he got picked so late right that's such a key part of what these guys are looking for don't worry that it's 29 don't worry that it's oh it's gonna be a reach to get a whatever it's not it never is these guys this front office brad holmes the scouting department they value things different differently i have a feeling you're going to see other teams this year start surprising people this draft because they're going to start looking at those things as well and valuing those things as well. And you're going to see some things moving around that you wouldn't either. But the time at senior bowl, the time at the, at the combine, these things, seeing these players interact, getting to interact with them. That's when you can tell more often that they're not a Detroit lion than necessarily they are. But that is actually a huge tell for guys like us who look at these mock drafts, have to, in your case, have to do them, uh, who, who and well, we do on the show too, but we'll work through some of these things. It helps you put together a more educated, more informed opinion on that because there's, there's some key pieces to that. So with that, Riz, I want to just kind of say we've got the mindset, we've got the schedule. What do we want to look for here? You're, you're sitting there at the combine. As fans, we're going to see a lot of things, see interviews. We're going to see Rich Eisen with the uh, with the St. Jude thing. So please, folks, do definitely do your, do- your yes. donations there, St. Jude, for sure. Uh, if you want to do He's it to us, it's great. If you want to do it to him, it's great, I, too. I, I think he's doing it Saturday, I want to say. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure if you tune in this combine all you, they will hype it endlessly as yep. they should. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, look, donate through us. That's great. We appreciate it. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Um, there's a real. I'll, I'll get to the second. Or 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 through through Rich Eisen. But donate to St. Jude for sure. It's such a great great cause. It does some really really great and amazing things. Um, we're invited to fly out there the week before the draft. We're not going to be able to do it because it's the week for the draft but um right. we're going to do something with saint jude we're going to the hospital get some do some time that, uh, with them and uh, and put some stuff together some some vid together and oh, stuff. Memphis, but, uh, right yeah 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 so anyway we'll get to that but okay riz what else besides the saint jude opportunity to separate people from their money for a good cause what else do we look for at this this scouting combine so I'm, i've gone through back in my head of like the guys that i've watched and the the lions took interest in. And there's a couple of things. Number one was guys who were, took it seriously, the, the workouts, but not like too seriously. Yeah. Like let's, you know, there is, all the players right now are going through track and field training because it's track and field event. The guys who understand how to manipulate it so they look like they're actually doing football things while they're doing the track and field things, Alan Rod did that. Uh, 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 Aleem did that. Yeah. 
Like, oh, he looks like he's running like a football player who got a little bit of track training. That, that's sort of the guys that they're looking for on those sorts of things. So I'm looking speed. The 40 is not as important as the 10 second split of yeah. the 40. You, if you want to do the composite thing, our, our, our friend Math Bomb, Kent Platt, does a great job with the RAS. The things that you want to look at, the three-cone drill for guys that have to work in a short area, very important. The explosiveness for guys like um, pass rushers, you want to see broad, drop, broad jump. You want to see vertical jump. You want to see that 10-second split. You want to see um, in the position drills that they're doing on the field, you want to hear the pop from their hands hitting that bag. You want them to understand not hitting the bag at the top, hitting it right in the chest plate, right in the middle of it. Those are the things that the Lions are looking for. And uh, by the way, they've told us this um, as, as people that are here. We, we met with um, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn Aside from their pod, they, well, they don't do podium interviews. They both pulled us aside, and and one of the questions that AG got asked was like, "What specifically are you looking at when we're looking in here, and in in the stadium? Because most of the rest of it goes on in the convention center, which is about a mile that way." And he told us like, "I want to see hands, man. I want to see guys that look like they're playing football while they're running track." So when you're watching it. Maybe not the guys who are like take 15, 20 seconds to get in their track stance and get their feet just right and you know lean in and just go. Like like Calvin Johnson back in the day, not even wearing his own freaking shoes. Just like, okay, give me some shoes. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna blaze my trail here. They they love that sort of thing. Um Tay Banks, the cornerback from Maryland last year, was a guy they wound up not getting him and he, he had an okay rookie season. He fit perfectly. Um, he was a very easy guy to mock to the Lions. He was a guy that when he got showed up at the combine, he like to, to the run the forty. He warmed up a little bit on the side, got in the blocks. Like, can we go? <laughs> like, just go. <laughs> they like that. They like that a lot. <laughs> nice. So that's that's sort of things to look for. But definitely um, the the forty second dash, other than cornerback. They don't care a lot about the 40. They only really care about the first 10 seconds because this is a quickness, explosiveness-based team more than they are a speed-based team. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're running a 4, four 5, 8, 40 and you're going to be an outside corner, you're probably not going to be Detroit Lion. Let's hope they're not a Detroit Lion because yep. we've got to have the problem now. Yep. They do need somebody who can turn around on the outside. I've been told, not that it's a surprise, they're looking for somebody that can turn and run and run well long so they don't have to shade their safety as much. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. Combine interviews, you want to hear. Um, I was a team captain. I was an academic all-conference player once or twice. Um, even if I transferred, like I, I, I love my mama. was all academic at both schools. <laughs> like That's a big thing. I transferred. I was made a captain at my new school, like right away. Very big. Um, I played multiple sports in high school. I didn't just didn't only play football. I wrestled. I swam. I played track. You know, if I'm a, if I'm an offensive lineman, that's one of the reasons why I asked Jordan Morgan down at the combine. Did you did you throw in track? He's like, hell yeah, baby, I did. <laughs> or at Mobile, he was proud of it. That's why I asked him how far he threw. I'm like, oh oh, 
okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they like that too. Um, that's something that they're they're definitely looking for. So pay attention. Like the guys who've only done football all their life, while it's enviable that like they have that focus and that love for football, you kind of want that diversity of skills. And it's, that's something that's not just exclusive to the Lions. Most one of the guys last year, Luke Musgrave, he's a Packer now. Like he was a skier. Like, damn man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Brown brothers from Illinois, Chase and uh, his brother. They're, they were running. Was a running back? Was it? They were figure skaters when they were kids. Like that's pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. The Lions like that site, those sort of thing. That's neat. Yep. They yep. loved that Hutch danced. Like that was that that was legitimately a thing. Like he did. He trained for competitive dance. So like we we see how that helps you for football. It's it might seem trite, but the Lions and other teams do care a lot about that. If you're an offensive lineman. Probably need to have wrestled at some point in your life. At least tried it. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! All Good right. Stuff. Um, it's fun. Okay. Being my my combine brain is finally kicking in. This is kind of fun because I love this week. I love being down here. It's fun. I mean, it, it, it's a great city. It is a phenomenal city for a convention. They mm-hmm. know how to do it, and it's funny because I will be here two weeks after. Um, my, my daughter will be playing in a volleyball tournament. Her her court assignment two years ago was actually right where they do the podium interviews. Like they clear it all up, put it in. <laughs> this town knows how to do conventions better than any other place I've been. It's it's phenomenal. Um, again, I'm, I'm at a hotel across the street from like Luke Soyfield's right there on the side of it. This hotel's cheap enough that I can afford it. Um, you can't do that in a lot of other cities. Yeah. <laughs> Not even in Detroit. Like it's 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 a very affordable place. It's, things to do that's so, what i'm uh, finding in uh i got my pearl jam tickets in dublin <laughs> i'm finding <laughs> hotels that are pretty, pretty nutty yeah. yeah whatever good time yeah. oh by the way if you're going to the draft in detroit be very careful about your reservations because there has been a thing where some hotels didn't realize that the draft was coming and they like wiped their slate clean and now we're rebooking everything be careful on that just be careful Mm. double check, mm. triple check if you've already made your reservations, that you still, in fact, have them. Because if you got a really great deal on this like a year ago, they might have bent you over already. Check. Make sure. And don't just do it online. Call the hotel. I say that as somebody who worked in hotels in college. Call them. It's a lot easier. You'll get a lot, you'll get a lot further talking to an actual person there. Yeah. yeah. Be careful. All right. So there you go. And private draft party coming for the Detroit Lions. Well, I guess it's the whole NFL, but it's the only ones that matter. The Detroit Lions draft in Detroit. Um, it's an NFL event that happens to be taking place in Detroit. Um, we will be draft. draft it, it, you'll 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 love it. We've got a great thing, but it is it is an exclusive. You know, there'll be a man with a velvet rope. The whole thing. Uh, so there you go. Good stuff coming there. <laughs> I'm gonna feel classy. Oh, don't go too far, Riz. <laughs> you get to see Riz work. You get to see him put stories yes. together. You get to see him doing that. You'll see him uh, inch in on and off the set. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I uh, So draft weekend, I will publish around 350 things, and I will write about half of those. It's a busy freaking weekend. Yeah. It's fun, though. I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. I really do. But um, I, I will not be Mr. Social Butterfly because it's it's a work time for me. So. Yep. Yep. So good time. Great place. Combine now. Week after the combine, you start hitting free agency, and then it's it's off to the races. It is off to the races. Um, this next month is going to be interesting. I have a whole boatload of travel coming, so you're going to see. We're going to see. Riz and I have to figure out: Are we going to do weekend shows this month? Are we going to do them during the week? Do I do them from the road? We'll figure out what we have. We'll see yeah. how what the schedules work, and we'll let you know. The best way to stay in tune with that and to know what's going on there is by hanging around on the Twitter. So, but um, we can talk about that right now. Uh, don't forget us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit lions podcast, support the show, get access to the Slack, the most intelligent lions chat on the internet, get the inside access. And actually you see every time first and foremost, exactly what's happening. And those are really the folks that are going to have the, the chance at the private party. It's uh, it's going to come from the Patreon folks mostly. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter. You get all the information from what's going on, what show, when, where, how that stuff at DET Lions Podcast at DET Lions Podcast on the X. I still call it Twitter. I don't know. I tweet on the X. X on the tweet. XXX. I don't know. At DET Lions Podcast at Jeff Risden. The two to follow. You'll get all the show notes. You know what's going on. Check us out. Follow us there. Those are the best places to go. Uh, also, go to Detroit Lions Podcast. Dot com subscribe to the podcast because well riz tell them tell them i want to come into your ear holes automatically yes 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 <laughs> thank you for tuning in we're gonna see you next time on the detroit lions podcast remember no pants no toasters no hot tubs no problems because it's combine week and we're your detroit lions and reddit connection thank you everybody for joining us we'll see you soon <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.